There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's time to talk some NBA. We do that with our NBA insider, host of the Scoop B Radio podcast. It's Brandon Scoop B. Robinson joining us this morning. Hey, Scoop, how you doing? I'm happy. You're happy? Why are you happy? It's a good day. I woke up this morning. Good for you, man. I'm happy, too. <laughs> we should all be happy this way when we wake up every day, Scoop, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Another, you doing all right? I'm doing great. Boy Green, you okay? Yeah, I'm solid. We're solid. I'm peachy. We're good. Yeah. That's a good thing. I've been sick, Brandon, but I uh, I am uh, feeling way better, way better. I've been out a couple of days, and I'm back today, and I'm feeling eh, 90%, you know, 90%. So. That other 10% you're going to bring that heat. It was you talk NBA, right? Try, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's go to the place that you want to go the least right away. <laughs> let's talk about my New York Knicks and this idea that Mark Jackson could come back to coach the Knicks. Uh, tell me what your thoughts are about uh, about Mark Jackson in general. Frankly, I'm shocked that he isn't an NBA coach right now somewhere else. Uh, there's always been this interest from the Knicks, it seems, or at least there's been this dance going on a couple of times with Mark Jackson. Would he be a good fit? Does it make any sense? Yeah, I actually got a text message, um, I want to say Wednesday or Tuesday of last week, and, and uh, someone that was in the know said to me that uh, Mark Jackson is in tow, uh, ready to replace uh, Jeff Hornacek, and that Kawhi Leonard uh, would soon follow him and a potential uh, LeBron James uh, pairing at the end of the season. I don't know how much truth that is Whoa. to the LeBron James part, um, but I will tell you that um, Mark Jackson makes sense for the Knicks at this juncture because they pretty much um, missed the boat uh, with Patrick Ewing uh, when they should have signed him a while ago. Um, but it makes sense, but it doesn't make sense to me. I mean, you look at the, the, the New York landscape right now, you see Chris Mullen in a position with St. John's, um, almost at alumnus role. Uh, it took Georgetown to get Patrick Ewing. Um, you're seeing Rod Strickland get a lot of TV time now uh, over at Area 21, being the basketball wizard that we always knew he was. So Mark Jackson coming to New York makes sense. He is Mr. New York, but I, I think that um, he's going to be part of a rebuilding process. When I think of Mark Jackson, I think of a guy that's in a system that's finite already, not being a, a, a rebuilder. So maybe he can be Bob the Builder. Can we fix it? Yes, we can. We have to wait and see. 
And uh, jumping over to the Western Conference, the Houston Rockets are the first team to get to 60 wins. How important do you think that number one seed is to this team and how potentially big it could be uh, throughout this postseason? Not very important um, because I think when you're a first seed, congratulations, you, you won the regular season. The uh, playoffs is a brand-new ball game, and um, I've not seen Chris Paul, uh, James Harden, and company uh, do it in a playoff game. They've done it individually on their respective teams. Chris Paul with the Los Angeles Clippers, and you know James Harden has done it. Uh, you know, going to the finals with Oklahoma City uh, and done it with the Rockets, but. Um, I, I'm, I'm still not. Um, I'm still not ready to say that Golden State is not the favorite because they're injured, but they're really resting. So, I, I think you know the NBA is, is, a, is a series of runs and a series of rests and getting back into momentum. And until Houston shows me something in the playoffs, uh, it's still Golden State's uh, appearance in the Western and on the Western Conference side of the finals. Now you mentioned Kawhi. Uh, let me go back to him for a second. Uh, you know. What is your take on everything that's gone on? And is there really um, a possibility that he could leave San Antonio? What you know? What percentage would you put on that? Well, um, I think that when you look at what I said earlier about uh, Kawhi Leonard uh, potentially going to the Knicks uh, this off season, um, it's not far fetched because that, those reports were coming out in the summertime. Uh, Stephen A. Smith was reporting that in the summer that kind of got swept swept under the rug. Um, when you look at Kawhi Leonard and his injury that he had uh, in the playoffs last year, uh, and the fact that you know he's come back in spurts and you know has helped San Antonio some, but not enough. Uh, and you hear guys like Tony Parker taking shots through the media and Greg Popovich sending messages. I think Kawhi Leonard knows his worth. Uh, a guy at 26 years old uh, who, who's won a, a, a NBA Finals MVP and and is legitimately the best two-way player in the NBA. Um, he he um, knows his worth and and knows that um, he can get potential better opportunities elsewhere. He gets it, and everybody's speaking for him. He's playing true to his quietness and uh, letting uh, letting people speak for him. Maybe he took some classes from Lonzo Ball, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, I think um, in this situation, I think last season you saw the precursor of he and or rather LaMarcus Aldridge and Greg Popovich maybe not seeing eye-to-eye and quietly handling Kawhi silence and speaking volumes. Mm. Stephen Curry uh, banged up again. Uh, looks like it might drag a little into the playoffs. How big an impact could this have on the Warriors? How big a concern is this for the Warriors? Well, you heard Steve Kerr saying to me that the, that the Warriors can win without uh, – Steph Curry, um, and I mean, it, I think you know, being a second seed uh, team uh, in the NBA's Western Conference ain't a bad thing. I mean, you're going, you're competing with the Rockets, who won nine straight, nine and one in their last ten. The Warriors are five and five in their last ten at, at fifty four nineteen. Um, I, I think that the Warriors have the pressure of repeating in a way that the Cavaliers don't end appearing and winning. And so that pressure in year two, I've said on your show before that I feel like this year was more of a coasting year or more of a of a year of guys just knowing their roles. I think you've seen spurts throughout the season where Kevin Durant has stepped up uh, and taken control of that team. Whenever they get that gel uh, going, I think that, um, you know, it's Kevin Durant and, and Clay Thompson and, and Draymond Green uh, collectively can do some things. You've seen them do well without Steph in the past. I think that Steph kind of just seals, you know, things for them at, at the point guard position. But you know, great teams know how to figure it out. The 76ers are back in the postseason for the first time since 2012. The Eagles are coming off a Super Bowl championship. Villanova's in the Final Four. How far could uh, the 76ers go in this thing? 
I like the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, I, I went on record on CNN and said that I believe that the Sixers would go to the playoffs. Now, did I think they'd be a four seed at this point? No, I, I believe they'd be an eight seed. Um, thankfully, the Miami Heat are, 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 are in, uh, but the Sixers are, are in as well at, at four, uh, at the four seed. Uh, I'm happy for them. You got a guy in Joel Embiid who does not practice. Uh, and was not playing in back-to-back games. Team up with Ben Simmons and the, the two guys of uh, Simmons and, and Embiid are arguably having a, a great rookie year. Um, I, I think what I'm most impressed with with the Sixers um, is the fact that nobody saw them coming this year. Yeah. Um, I, I like I know I like Robert Covington coming off the bench. I like the signing of JJ Redick. A lot of people, you know, turned up their nose at, at Philadelphia. What were they doing signing him to all that money? Um, but I think ideally the Sixers are still have some work to do. Um, you know, I think that the Celtics are the best in that Atlantic division, um, even with that, with a off-hurt Kyrie Irving. But uh, I think the Sixers are a superstar away from having something special, albeit a, a Paul George in the offseason, a, a LeBron James in the offseason. Um, but I, I think that what makes the Sixers special, obviously, is a, it's a championship city. Wish some of that would rub off on the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, but, you know, like you said, the Eagles are Super Bowl champions. Villanova's in the Final Four. What a time to be alive in Philadelphia area. For sure. And, you know, the Manchild got sick. He missed a couple of games of action. Markel Fultz is coming back from a 68-game absence, and he came back last night and looked all right. What is the Philadelphia pulse on Markel Fultz right now? Number one pick. They traded up to get him, and so far he's been uh, an utter disappointment. Well, I'll tell you, I've, I've been on Markel false watch while he was on the bench. My buddy Christian Crosby, uh, who was the Sixers arena host, uh, he, he keep kept me uh, keyed in on all of Markel Fultz's sneaker fashion throughout his 60-plus game absence, but uh, really and truly, it's great to see the number one pick in Markel Fultz, you know, come in and, 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 and contribute, and, you know, he's back, and um, 10 points after a 68-game absence, Congratulations to the kid. Um, I'm happy for him, and um, hopefully the Sixers can utilize him legitimately and he's not just uh, uh, exercising futility. Uh, But it's great to see the Sixers kind of carry on without him, and um, he trusted the process. (laughs) (laughs) Brandon Scoopy Robinson joining the Manchild Show with Boy Green uh, this morning, our NBA insider. Uh, Look, all of us losers, uh, Scoopy, uh, are looking forward to one thing and one thing only, and that's the NBA draft. Um, I know it's pretty early, and we haven't even gotten to the playoffs yet, but uh, already teams seemingly tanking left and right. Uh, You know, what's your take on this year's draft crop? Do you think it's a good one, and uh, can we get some, some bona fide stars coming out of this year's draft? I mean, you got guys like DeAndre Aiden that everybody is, uh, you know, foaming at the mouth over. Um, I think that this year is laden with a lot of talent. I think that um, I think the biggest thing is I think there are going to be so many sleepers uh, that are that will be coming out um, in this year's draft, and I think one of the surprises or a guy that's going to exceed um, a lot of expectations um, will be a guy in Miles Bridges. I like him. Mm. A wing guy, sophomore out of Huntington Prep High School. Um, I just think that what you see in this year's tournament is you're going to see a lot of guys who have something to prove that maybe won't show up, um, that didn't show up uh, on paper. Um, But I think that the issue that you're having this year is that you have so many tall uh, wing guys 
that seem to just do the same. Like you see a lot of guys like Brandon Ingram or Anthony Davis yeah. um, that are going to be projects that are going to be about two, three years out um, where they're going to really um, show and prove. You know, I think like when you look at somebody like Ben Simmons, a lot of people doubted his ability that to translate in the next level. And you see it took an injury in a year out. Uh, in his second year, that's considered his rookie year, for him to flourish in a very, very competitive uh guard orientated uh, NBA. So I think when you look at the draft this year, it's going to be a lot of names. Do I think it's going to be a benchmark draft where, you know, it's a, it's a 96 draft, 84 draft, 2003 draft, the jury's still out. But I think you have a lot of, lot of um, freshmen going into the draft this year. You have, a, I mean, Miles Bridges, like I said, is a, is a, is a or excuse me, Mikael Bridges is a junior, but, you know, most of these guys are freshmen and sophomores, and, and they're going to be projects. And uh, coming into this, I have to always ask my Boston Celtics question uh, coming on these interviews with you, Scoopy. The Celtics are lying in the shadows. They're ha- hanging there at the two spot. Uh, Cavaliers are a little, too, almost too far behind them, almost seven games back. And then you have the Raptors ahead of the Celtics, and I know they're recovering from some injuries. Do you think this could be the year? For the Boston Celtics. <laughs> See, here's the thing. When I started, when the season started, I thought that the biggest threat to the Cleveland Cavaliers would have been the Washington Wizards. Um, but I think that the Raptors, as a one seed, aren't your traditional one seed because of the rise and play of of, of uh, Demar Derozan. That being said, many people would say that the Celtics would have been the biggest threat to the Cavs uh, because of the play of Kyrie Irving. I'm answering your question. I wouldn't be surprised if a Celtics team did threaten the Cavaliers in uh, their quest to, to the finals because I just think that I'm not betting against Kyrie Irving and they're still a young team. But I do think that the Celtics have a chance to go late, deep, deep, deep into the playoffs. Um, and I think the only thing stopping them is their youth. And the Cleveland Cavaliers. You know, you look at them now, they're two and three. How could they possibly match up in the playoffs? I would love to see them play in the finals, or excuse me, play in the, in the, in the Eastern Conference finals, but realistically, I, I don't want to say the Cavs have it in the back because many people thought Hillary Clinton had it in the back in the presidential race. But I think that the Celtics are the biggest threat at this point to the Cavaliers. And the Rock and the Raptors are a big sleeper. So I, 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 I feel your pain as a struggling Celtics fan, off and on, but I don't think that they're that far off from being a great team. I think the Cavaliers have one to two more years, depending on what LeBron James does, and it'll be the Celtics' uh, conference to win. But right now, the Cavaliers are just hitting on all cylinders. Just straight up, Scoop, is this year's version of the Celtics actually better than last year's version of the Celtics? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, I think that when we talk about one seeds, um, you know, two years ago the Atlanta Hawks were a one seed, and the Cavaliers handily went to the finals. Um, last year the Celtics were one seed. They benefited from Isaiah Thomas that, that nobody saw coming. Um, good coaching and Brad Stevens and just, you know, good perimeter play. I think that this year, um, and I've had this, I had a conversation with someone um, in Kyrie Irving's camp over the weekend. I said to them, I said, what makes Kyrie Irving and that Celtics team special is Kyrie Irving is playing <clears throat> like Kyrie Irving in the 2016 NBA Finals but he's also deferring a lot more. He doesn't have to play at breakneck speed all the time in order to be successful because he's the only ball-dominant person on that team versus two ball-dominant guys on that Cavaliers team. That Celtics team that was with Isaiah Thomas reminded me a lot of that 2000-2001 Philadelphia 76ers team that was built around Allen Iverson. 
And uh, with that being said, uh, my final question for you here, Scoopy. The Greek Freak appeared on 60 Minutes uh, this week, and there was a lot of inside information. It was fantastic. How long until we're talking about the Greek Freak as like a top three, top five player in this league? Mm, I give it a year. I I think, Giannis, I I think the problem is there are so many talented guys in the NBA, and I think everybody wants to put players in hierarchies. Giannis is there. His team just has to improve. I think you've seen some years where the Bucks, you know, had flashes of brilliance, but then they falter. To me, they're the East Coast Minnesota Timberwolves. They got a young squad. They have potential. They just got to grow. And I think that when they grow, I think that that recognition will come. Okay. All right. Thanks, Scoopy. All right, Scoop, uh, keep feeling good. We're feeling good now. We're feeling better now that we've talked to you. And uh, have a great day. We'll talk to you again soon. Amen, gentlemen. Talk to you soon. All right, there he is. The very positive Brandon Scoop B. Robinson, host of the Scoop B. Radio Podcast. And catch him all over the airwaves uh, covering the NBA, our NBA insider. Scoop B. Radio. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.